God is in this place today, church. I said God is in the room today. Stand for the reading of God's word. If you're visiting with us, you've come on quite a Sunday. And I'm so honored to have you. And I'll spend some time with you when the service is over. But we have only taken time to worship and to pray and to get into God's word. And how many of you say that's all right with me, Pastor? Amen. We have decreed and declared that this is a year of new things that this is a new year for new doors and new seasons and new opportunities and new strategies and new order. Who's claiming the new in 2018? We're going to come from Isaiah chapter 43 and then Job 33 today. The Bible says in Isaiah 43, 19, you can follow along on the screen or on the app. Thank you for live stream and we're so happy to have you today. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. Somebody say a new thing. When will he do it? Now. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Mm. And then Job 33, 14 says some powerful words. It says, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. God may speak in one way or then another. What I'm trying to say to you is that God speaks in very different ways. But however he speaks, I want to hear. How many of you want to hear as the Lord speaks? Today, I'm going to preach just before we receive our first fruits. And it's a declaration that in your life, 2018, get ready, doorways of destiny are opening for you. Me too. Who needs doorways of destiny this year? I love you so much. I want to speak this word over you. I said, who, who needs doorways of destiny this year? You by live stream, you're precious to me as well. Let's slip up our hands. Father, today, our greatest hope is that Jesus would be glorified in all we say and do. Jim Rayleigh stands before you in humility. And I tell you, the task is too great for me but it's not too great for you. Anoint my lips, anoint my mouth, anoint my words. Let my heart be pure and may your people follow your word into a new season of open doors. Thank you, God. We worship you in Jesus' name. If you're declaring the new in 2018, lift a clap and a roar before the Lord right now. You can be seated. I love the Lord, don't you? We are declaring here that this is the year of the new thing. And one thing I know about my God is this. My God still speaks. I'm glad that I don't serve a graven image. I'm glad that I don't serve a fake God. But I serve a God who talks to me. I serve a God who speaks to me. But here's what I've come to understand about God, precious. He doesn't speak the same way every time. God speaks in many different ways. How many of you believe that he speaks through his word? Amen. How many of you believe he can speak through a prophet? Oh, I better ask you again because this is a spirit-filled house. I said, how many of you believe that God can still speak through a prophet? 
God speaks through the constellations. God can speak through happenings with the sun, the moon, and the stars. God can speak to us through times and seasons. And God even speaks to us through numbers. All through God's word, we find out that numbers are significant in the Bible. In fact, numbers mean something. We could talk about the number 12 and understand that the number 12 is the number of God's government. There are 12 tribes. There are 12 stones. There are 12 gates. There are 12 12 disciples. Uh, Time and again, we see the number 12 representing the government of God. Government gets things in order. How many of you are claiming that this year things are coming into order in your life? Hallelujah. Now understand this, the number 10 is a number of testing. The number seven is God's perfect number. It's the number of completion and rest. Who's claiming completion and rest this year? But here we are in 5778 on the Hebrew calendar, 2018 on on our calendar, and eight represents the number of the new thing. It represents the number of new beginnings. And I want to say in faith that many of you are going to leave an old season and step into a new season, that God is opening new doors. He's given you new strategies, new opportunities. He's giving you a new order in your life. This is the time for new things. This is the time to let go of the old, the old ways, the old wounds, the old problems, the old issue, the old drama. I'm not dragging the old with me into the new. I will loose it and let it go free, and I'm going to embrace a new season. Who am I talking to in the house today? Who is ready for a new thing in the presence of the Lord in 2018? Tell your neighbor, that would be me. That would be me. Now, numbers are significant in the Bible because God, as I said, speaks through numbers. And we are in the year 78, 57, 78. This is the year 78 on the Hebrew calendar. Now, the beautiful thing about Hebrew writing is Hebrew writing is hieroglyphic. And I don't want to be redundant, but I do want to be thorough in my explanation this morning because I want your faith to rise up. And I've been teaching this for a couple weeks now, but I really want to get this in your spirit. Now, remember, Hebrew writing is hieroglyphic. What does that mean? That's the writing of the Old Testament. And hieroglyphic means that the letters and the numbers look like something. They look like pictures. And if you understand about Hebrew language, Hebrew language is actually alphanumeric. That means that the numbers and the letters are the same, that every letter has a numeric value. When we think of our letters, we have one set of symbols for letters and another set of symbols for numbers. But the Hebrew language is not crafted that way. The Hebrew language has letters that are numbers and numbers that are letters, and they are both the same. So on the screen before you, we see the letter and the number 7 and 8. This is the letter A in right here. And it is also the number seven. And if you understand that what I'm saying today, you'll comprehend that A-N actually means eyes. So this would be the seeing decade because you see two eyes right there. It looks exactly like eyes. And as I was studying that, the Lord spoke to me that this is the season to see. This is the season to see what we have only heard about. See, in this season, we stop hearing about it, just hearing about it, just hearing about it, and we start seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. There are things that you haven't seen yet, but in this season, you will begin to see the things that you have heard about. 
I heard he's a way maker. I heard he's a miracle worker. I heard he can open doors. I heard he can heal cancer. I heard he can save children. I heard that he can, he can prosper me. I heard that he can make a way out of no way. Well, you're going to go beyond from just hearing it. You're going to see it in this next season. How many of you are ready to see what you've never seen? If that's you, why don't you give the Lord a rousing praise right now? I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it in this season. This is the time to see it. you got to see it before you can seize it. So when you see it, you will seize it. You're going to see things in this season. Hallelujah. This is a seeing season. This is a seeing season. I will see it with my eyes. I will touch it with my hands. The abstract will make contact. It will become tangible. I will see it in the name of the Lord. I'm about to preach myself happy. Hallelujah. Somebody give God praise if you're ready to see some things. So we can plainly see the eyes of the A.N., but here we see the Chet, and the Chet actually looks like a door. We can see a door. In fact, not just a door, but a doorway. The Lord spoke to me. He said, don't emphasize the door. He said, emphasize the doorway. This is the year of the open doorway. You're not going to be frustrated this year because many times you have found yourself like me in seasons where you come to a doorway, and because the door is on the hinges, it seems like the enemy slams the door in your face. Had you ever been so close, but yet so far? Where are y'all at? Have you ever come to a place you said, this is my door, this is my opportunity, this is something that I'm about to step in, and at the very last minute, it seems like the enemy shuts it in your face. The Lord said, this is the year, not of the door, but of the doorway. This year, I'd put no door on the hinges because I want to let you know that the enemy will not block you or stop you or hinder you from anything that God has for you. He may try, but he will be bound in the name of Jesus, you will see him before he even is able to come against you because this is the year of perception. This is the year when you see what you need to see. This is the year when you perceive what you need to perceive. You ain't sneaking up on me this time, devil, because I have clarity and I will see my door and you won't shut it in my face. I'm not going to be tripping about somebody else's door. I'm not going to be looking at somebody else's door. The door for me will come to me. I will see it with clarity and I will walk through it. Can I get a witness in the house? A and Chet, I'll see my door. C, door. A and Chet, I'll see my door. But check this out. As I was studying, Hebrew scholars tell us that this door actually represents the door in the Old Testament. When the children of Israel were instructed to place the blood over the doorpost and lintel of their house. And there was a promise in Egypt, and the promise was this, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. So the visual picture that is painted here is that not only is there a door, but the door is covered in the blood, but not the blood of an earthly lamb. The blood that we claim that is covering every doorway of opportunity is the blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. 
the one that we sing the song, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. The one we grew up singing about that said the blood, Andre Kraut said, will never lose its power. See, so often we come up to our door and we're looking at our door like this. We're trying to see the door, but also looking behind us because we think just as soon as we step through the door, the enemy's gonna snatch away our victory. He's gonna pull us back and we're gonna think, man, we're here. We thought we had it, but now we're gonna lose it. But the Lord would say today is the day that you claim that every door is covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. You stop looking back in fear. You stop looking back in wonder you stop looking back afraid you no longer look back in fear of the enemy but you walk through your new door with confidence you walk through your new door knowing that the blood of Jesus covers every door that you're going through and the enemy cannot stop anything that God has for you and when you step in the door the enemy may want to come and plunder he may want to come and confuse he may want to come and steal but you will have the Lamb of God and the blood of Jesus that has covered you and no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. You will walk through your door with confidence in grace and in mercy and the devil will be able to do nothing about it. Your kids will get saved and they will stay saved. Your situation will turn around and it will remain turned around. You will see open doors and they will stay open. Can I get a witness in the house today? Glory be to the Lamb of God. So stop looking back. You ain't going that way. The enemy will not be able to rob you of your moments with God. Now understand this. I explained it briefly, but the, the Hebrew lettering system and numbering system is alphanumeric. Remember, that means that letters are numbers and numbers are letters. And that means you can look at a word and a word is a set of numbers, but the same word is also a set of letters. How many of you understand that? That letters and numbers are the same. And I've read many Hebrew scholars through the years. And as I've read them, I found out that they place a high value on the numeric value of words. That when they double the, 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 the number and the letter, when they take that numeric value of that word, they're able to have insight about where they are in the season that they are in. And the Lord began to quicken my heart to understand that we are in the year 78, 57, 78, the decade of the A and the year of the Chet, the decade of the seeing, the year of the open doorway. And the Lord began to speak to me about looking for letters and numbers and words and bringing them together and finding out what words have the numeric value of 78? The Lord said, begin to research that and I'm gonna lead my people and I'm going to teach them. Now, as you look at the word wisdom or wise, you can comprehend that the word wise has the numeric value of 78. And when I was studying this, the Lord began to speak to me and he excited me about this year because he said, this is the year to claim wisdom in a crazy jacked up world. That this year you have the wisdom of the Lord. That this year you are guided by God's wisdom.
that you go beyond your own knowledge and you have wisdom in the name of Jesus because wisdom is much greater than intelligence and human understanding. You see, you, 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 it takes more than a textbook to give you wisdom. How many, how many of you know people that have more degrees than a thermometer but still they don't have any wisdom? Y'all ain't saying nothing. How many people do you know that have many degrees behind their name, but you look at them and they are still broke, they are still jacked up, they are still messed up in their family, they still consistently make wrong choices because knowledge can't give you wisdom, but wisdom can give you knowledge. Hallelujah. When you have wisdom, you're able to apply that knowledge that the Lord gives you. So this is the year when you operate outside your own knowledge. This is the year when you have, I say, the wisdom of the Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. You're not going to be, you're going to be more than just knowledgeable. This year you have wisdom. The Bible said a wise man will hear and increase in learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. A wise man will hear and increase. Somebody say increase. Is there anybody claiming increase in your life this year? Make a little noise right there if you're going to claim increase. But check this out. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. The Bible says the wise will hear. And one of the reasons some people remain stupid, excuse my vernacular, do you know anybody that started stupid and stayed stupid and looks like they're going to die stupid? Can I get a witness? Oh, it's quiet in here. They continue to make stupid and unwise choices. It's because they're always talking and they're never listening. I have found out in my life that usually the most talkative people talk, 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 talk. They talk all the time, but very often they say almost nothing. See, I've learned it pays to pay attention. It pays to learn to listen. You'll be surprised what you hear if you learn to listen because I've come to comprehend as long as I am talking, I'm just sharing what I already know. It's when I am quiet and listening that I have the ability to learn. There is a Selah moment for somebody in this house right there. There is a thank you Jesus moment because you've been talking too much, but it's time to hush in the name of Jesus. And if you will listen, God will give you wisdom to hear what you need to hear. I found out real often people that know the most talk the least until you engage them. And then when you engage them, they will give you of the depth of what they already know. And the Bible said a wise man will hear and gain increase and gain wisdom. How many of you want to increase and gain wisdom because you want to know some things that you don't know? Make a little noise if you're thanking God that you're going to gain wisdom this year. The Bible promises that a wise man will increase. Somebody shout increase. Now, increase is money. It's resources. It's, it, it's what you need to meet your daily needs. Who needs some money? Okay, that's about 80% of you. I'm going to give an altar call, and it's going to be huge. I said, who needs resources? Money, bank, bread, dough, stuff. Who got bills? Come on, somebody. I, 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 need, I need that kind of increase. But check this out, baby. In 2018, as you seek his wisdom, he's going to increase you in ways that go beyond just money. He will increase your capacity to be a great parent. He's going to show you how to handle your children. Come on. Mm. 
He will increase your ability to be able to be a wiser person of prayer. You're not just going to pray the same prayer every day. God will show you how to pray, where to pray, what to claim, what to bind, what to loose. You're going to be a greater person of prayer. He will increase your, your, your wisdom as far as relationships. You will say no, 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 no to wrong ones. And yeah, 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 yeah to the right ones. Come on, somebody. He will increase your wisdom and your ability to find, uh, find ways that bring you blessings, ways that bring you prosperity, ways that bring you increase. You'll know when to buy. You'll know when to sell. You'll know when to keep. You'll know when to let go. God increases you this year. You have blessings come that you're not expecting. You have doors open that you didn't know were going to open because God gives you wisdom in the process. If you're claiming wisdom this year, make a little noise in the room. So what does that mean? Proverbs 28 said, He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. You're not going to trust in your own heart. You're not going to trust in the ways of man, but you are going to have the wisdom of the Lord, and you will be delivered. You're going to find out the things that bound you up in 2016 and 2017. You're going to be set free from them in 2018. You're going to be too wise to be depressed. You're going to be too wise to be full of anxiety. You're going to be too wise to be jacked up. You're going to be too wise to be weeping because you know weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning. You're going to be too wise to be living paycheck to paycheck, minute to minute, moment to moment. You're about to step into a season where the wisdom of the Lord will guide and direct you. Somebody give the Lord a praise in here. So this is my time when I'd love to declare with you, precious, because you are my children in the Lord. I feel like a father to this house now after 20 years. So we come into this together. We come into this and we make declarations unto the Lord. So maybe you've never done this before, but take your hand and place it over your heart and raise your other hand and decree this because the Bible said you will decree a thing and it will be established. It's, repeat after me. Say, in 2018... I walk in the wisdom of the Lord. It brings favor. Favor, increase, insight, and supernatural abundance in every area of my life for the glory of God. Now give him praise like you believe it. Come on, you can do just a little better than that. Give him praise like you actually believe it. So wisdom is a word that has the numeric value of 78, but then also the word translated well or good has the numeric value of 78. Now, I am preconditioned to not want anything to be good. I want it to be great. I want it to be awesome. I want it to be all that and a bucket of chicken. I usually would have said a bag of chips, but I've been fasting. I don't want no chips. I want some fried chicken. Can I get a witness in here? I'm preconditioned for the awesome, for the great. I'm preconditioned for that. But then I began to think about the good in the Bible. 
The Bible said that God created the heavens and the earth. And every time he finished creating something that he liked, he said, it is good. He would finish it all in Genesis. And he would say, it is good, it is good, it is good. And then he would say, it is very good. It is very good. And I was thinking about the fact, God, if it's good to you, how in the world can it be to me? God, I'll take your good any day. Your good is my awesome, spectacular, unbelievable, indescribable. God's good is better than man's awesome. Are you in the room? How many of you would rather have God's good than man's awesome? God, thank you for revelation. I said, how many of you would rather have God's good than man's awesome? Because God's good is creative. God's good makes a way. God's good opens doors. God's good gives you what you need. I thank my Lord that I serve a good God who's gonna do good things for me this year. I declare that at the end of 2018, you will look back and you will say, God has been good to me. I declare that you will look back in 2018 and say, God was very good to me. God was very good to me. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he opened the door. I don't know how he saved my children. I don't know how he made a way. I don't know how he moved that mountain. I don't know how he healed my body. I don't know how he turned my family around, but I'll look back and I'll say, you are good, God. You are good. Somebody give a good God an awesome praise. Who would take God's good? Huh. See, see, watch this. Good in the Bible, in the Hebrew, it means to be well-placed, well-pleasing to God. It literally means to do well and to live with gladness and joy. Mm. Man, when I saw that, I said, Lord, I'm ready for a good year. Come on, I'm ready for a good year. And the word means to have gladness and joy. Isaiah says this in Isaiah 51, 11. It, it says, so the ransom of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion with everlasting joy on their heads. Your head is your mind. And this year, your mind is gonna be occupied with joy. Your, your, your mind is gonna be occupied with joy. No depression on your mind. No doubt on your mind. Your mind won't be full of fear. Your mind won't be full of regret. Your mind won't be full of anxiety. Your mind won't be full of worry. Your mind won't be full of, I didn't, I can't, I won't. No, your mind is gonna be full of joy. Joy in the morning, joy in the evening, and joy in the afternoon. You're gonna stop looking back, you're gonna have joy on your head. Tell your neighbor, joy on your head. Yeah, yeah, joy on your mind. Peace on your mind. Victory on your mind. I speak peace over your troubled mind. I speak peace over every situation. God is releasing joy in your mind. He's releasing purpose on you. You're going to have joy. You're going to get happy about the future. Happy about where you're going. Happy about what God is doing. Happy about the doors that God is opening. Happy about the way God is moving. I'm going to have joy in 2018. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for joy. Huh. You said, preacher, I ain't got it yet, but here's what the Bible said. They shall obtain joy and gladness. They shall obtain it. If you ain't got it, you're going to get it today. You're going to obtain it today. Some of y'all need to say, bye-bye. 
see you later, alligator. No more, no more depression, no more tears, no more doubt, no more worry. I'm kissing that bye, and joy and gladness comes into my life. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. It doesn't just leave, it runs. I said it doesn't just leave, it runs, it flees because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Somebody give God praise if you claim that in the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your heart, raise your other hand, declare this after me. Declare this will be a good year. Come on, shout it out, say this will be a good year. Sorrow and mourning will run from me. And joy and gladness will be on my mind. And in my life, give God some praise. On Sunday morning, sacred Sunday, I wish I had a praiser in the house. I wish I could find somebody to praise him. Uh, hey. My God, my God, you've been worried long enough. You've been full of fear long enough. You've been uptight long enough. You've been upset long enough. Sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Y'all sit down, have another glass of tea. Glory to God. Hmm. Can I go a little deeper? The word good also means to be well placed. I love this because this year I'm not tripping. This year I'm not gonna worry about where I am not. This year I will be where God wants me to be. This year I will be before my doorway. I will be well placed. Push your neighbor and say well placed. I hear the Lord say this is a year of divine positioning. This is a year of divine positioning. This is a year when you don't open the door. This is a year where you don't put yourself in place. This is a year where you don't make it happen. This is a year where God picks you up out of one place and puts you in another and divinely positions you. See, in order for you to be positioned, some people have to be repositioned. There are some things that have blocked you, some things that have stopped you, some things that have held you, but the Lord said everything that is in front of you that has stood in way of your positioning, God said, I will reposition them and I will put you right where I want you to be. I see promotion. I see opportunity. I see stepping up. I see walking in. The Lord said, this is a year of divine positioning. I'll put you in the meeting. I'll put you in front of the people. I'll give you the opportunity. I'll make them talk about you when you don't even know it. They'll whisper your name. They'll speak about you because I'm positioning you. Somebody who's ready for divine positioning, Give the Lord a praise. Tell your neighbor, I shall be well placed this year. Who am I talking to in this room today? Maybe you don't need this, but there are people here who are claiming every word that is coming out of my mouth as I prophetically speak it over you. Hmm. 
I give you glory, I give you praise because the enemy did not try us. I give you glory, I give you praise because my enemy, so glad my enemy, I'll shout my enemy. Yes! Where you at giving praise right now? can be seated. I'll be my own praise team. Can I get a witness? I said, I'll be my own praise team. I'll start thinking about what God is going to do and I'll be my own praise team. Now, so, so be seated. Mm. I shall be well placed. I shall be in position. I'll be right where God wants me to be. So, so, y'all tripping. I'm trying to finish, but I can't. Okay, this was so powerful that the Lord spoke prophetically to me. And he said, you've got to release this prophetically in the house. So I'm going to speak this prophetic word over you that the Lord spoke to me. And it was so significant that I wrote it down. And it's not often that I write a prophetic word down. Very often a prophetic word flows through me and I'm like a riverbed and it's like, a, it's like the river. But God said, no, you got to record this. So raise your hand. I'm going to speak this over you. I hear the Lord say that 2018 is a year of divine positioning. Somebody say, bring it on, Lord. As you seek God's direction, you won't wonder what you're missing because of improper placement. The Lord said, do not fret. The Lord said, do not fret. The Lord said, do not fret. God puts you in right places. The Lord said, in 2018, you will be supernaturally positioned for your powerful purpose. If you've got the faith to receive that, give the Lord a high praise right now. It's a year of wisdom. It's a year of the good, the open doors, the well positioning, the well placed. But if you look at the word mercy or mercies, the Bible said his mercies are new every morning. Mercy has a numeric value. Our mercies, plural, have the numeric value of 78. So this year points us toward the mercies of God. Mercies is defined as loving kindness, goodness, and something totally undeserved. How many of you are ready to step into a season you're not even worthy of? I said, how many of you are ready to experience some things that you're not even worthy of? Come on, God's doing a new thing, a fresh thing. That's what new means. How many of you are ready to step into a season? Man, you don't deserve it. You don't know how you got it, but there is so much mercy in your life that the door opens. Even though you didn't trust him like you should in times gone by, even though you've had your moments, this year God said, I'm gonna look beyond your faults and I'm gonna see your need and I'm not gonna give you what you deserve. I'm gonna let mercy write the rest of your story in 2018. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, you just sit there, but I'm about to praise God because mercy is gonna write my story in 2018. 
Yeah, 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 not what I did, not my issues, not my failures, but mercy is gonna put me in place. Mercy's gonna get me in front of the door. Mercy's gonna give me the promotion. Mercy's gonna open the way. Mercy's gonna do for life for me what I cannot do for myself. And I'm so glad the Lord didn't say mercy. He said mercies. Some of y'all religious people think all you need is mercy. No, I need mercies. I need all kind of mercies. I said, I need all kind of mercies in my life. I need him every day. I need him in every way. I need him in every season. I need him in every situation. I declare that we're going to have the mercies of God, mercies over our family. Mercies over our children, mercies over our finances, mercies over our days, mercies over our jobs. How many of you are thanking God right now for new mercies every day, new mercies? Somebody say new mercies. Now we're going to make a declaration right here. Put your hand on your heart, raise your other hand. Declare this, say in 2018, I embrace new mercies every morning. I walk in God's forgiveness, God's favor, God's abundance, God's peace, not because I'm deserving, but because he is merciful. If mercy's gonna write your story this year, lift up a praise unto the Lord. Mercy, wisdom, good, well-placed, but the number 78 also points to the word glory because glory has the numeric value of 78. Glory is the Hebrew word kabod, and it means the weighty, heavy, tangible presence of God. This year, God is not far from you. This year, God is not distant. You are not a distant disciple this year. This year, God is close. This year, his presence is weighty. This year, his presence is heavy. This year, his presence is tangible. You don't have to go to church to find his presence. You don't have to go to a crusade or a meeting or some evangelist or some bishop or some prophet or some preacher to find the presence of the Lord. You're going to find him in your car. You're going to find him at your desk. You're going to find him in the bathroom mirror when you're getting ready. You'll be overcome with the presence of God. And when you realize that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper, you will find out he's a healer, deliverer, provider, a way maker. You'll, you'll find out he'll open every door, move every mountain, shift every issue, turn every negative thing into a positive thing because in his presence, Psalm 1611, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. God is real to you this year. I said, God is real to you this year. I said, God is real to you this year. I said, God is real to you this year. Not just real to the preacher. Not just real to Pastor John. Not just real to the guy on TV. Tell your neighbor, God, you're real to me. You're real to me. Moses said, I beseech you, I beg you, I, I'm crying out to you, show me your glory. Somebody declare, Lord, show me your glory this year. Yeah, 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 show me your glory. But understand this, here's what God's glory is reserved for. It's reserved for worshipers. Are there any worshipers in the house? Understand this, miracles happen in the presence of the Lord. It's amazing how many people want a miracle, but they won't worship.
Don't tell me you want a miracle and then you won't worship. Don't tell me you want a breakthrough and then you can't thank God, you can't worship God, you can't praise God. Your worship is the doorway to your deliverance. Your praise is what opens up the opportunity for God to manifest. How would you act if you knew your next breakthrough was in your next praise? What would you do if you knew the only thing hindering you from seeing what you want to see is a hallelujah welling up inside of you that God could show up in? See, in 2018, God is bringing his glory back to hungry believers. Are there any worshipers in the house? I want all the worshipers to make a little noise. I'm writing a book right now, and it's on the glory of God. It's about the outer court, inner court, and holy of holies. It's about the wilderness tabernacle, and it's about the fact that it is in the wilderness tabernacle behind the veil in the holy of holies where God's presence dwelt and he was over the tabernacle. It was in the tabernacle but it was over the ark of the covenant and there was a, a huge curtain that separated man from God. God's presence was in that place and the only way you could get in there was by worship because the last stop was the table of incense. It was the altar of worship and as that priest poured that incense over that altar and set it on fire, he prepared the way with worship. He came into the glory, the kabod, the weighty presence of God with his worship. Only worship will get you into the presence of God. Not your denomination. I don't care if you're AME. I don't care if you're Baptist. I don't care if you're AG, Kojic. I don't care what you are. It ain't the outfit. It's the infit. Can I get a witness in the house? God is not, God is not impressed with your titles. He's impressed with your hunger. He's impressed when you say, I got to get behind the veil. I want the glory of the Lord. Hear me. In 2018, God is bringing his glory to hungry people. And I want you to understand something. You're going to worship something because men were created to worship. Women were created to worship. We are worshiping machines. Even when Moses went up to the top of the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments, the people said, I got to have something to worship. And they made a golden calf because they wanted to worship. And people... Even people who say they are agnostic and atheist, they worship something. They worship their own opinions. They worship their own ideas. They, they, they worship their own money. People will worship, come on, somebody. They worship their own ability. People worship their own resources. Some people worship sex. Oh, I wish I would get, could find somebody that would get real with me. They, they worship anything and everything. You're going to worship something. But see, only God can bear the weight of glory. That's what glory is. It is a weighty presence of God. And only God can bear worship. Anything else you worship will disappoint you. Anything else will crash and burn because it cannot handle the weight of worship. People cannot handle the weight of worship. Nothing can handle the weight of worship except God. And God, when you bring heavy worship, he manifests his heavy, tangible presence. Listen, only God can handle your worship. Money isn't secure enough. It'll let you down. Sex isn't thrilling enough. It'll let you down. Music isn't interesting enough. You can't worship money, sex, or music. Food isn't satisfying enough. Hear me in this room. People aren't 
aren't reliable enough. Our world isn't good enough and creation isn't permanent enough. But let me tell you, there is one place where you can rest your hallelujah and your thank you, Lord, and that is on the shoulders of God. And when you worship him, that's when his kabod, his manifested glory will come into your midst. We were created by God, for God, and hear me now, until a man understands it, he will be restless, he will be broken, he will have a broken heart and he will chase the glory. But how many of you this year, you're gonna be a worshiper, make a little noise. If that's you, you will worship your way in to your new season. So place your hand on your heart and declare this, say, as I worship God in 2018, his weighty presence will manifest daily in my life. I will experience supernatural miracles and breakthrough in the presence of the Lord. Give God praise in here right now. So, this is a year of not just open doors, but open doorways. Tell your neighbor, I will be well positioned. Mm. Tell yourself, say, you will be well positioned. Point at yourself. This is a year of wisdom. You're not going to do the same dumb things and get the same dumb result, results. People will look at you about June and July and say, how you get so smart? You need to say, my pastor spoke that word over me. And I've been listening more than I've been talking. So be a year of wisdom, a year of mercy. This is the year where we don't earn it. This is the year where we receive it because God will show us mercy. This is a year of the good. I'm claiming it. Gonna be good, don't. Gonna be good. You gonna get up in the morning and say, God is good. be well placed well positioned I'm not going to fret about where I'm not I'm going to be grateful for where I am and I'm going to believe God you are placing me where you want me this is a year of God's tangible glory and presence in my life now what is this Sunday it's sacred Sunday what is this moment it's first fruits I told you to pray you to ask the Lord what he would have you to do and I told you to have him pray or, or you pray for me if you thought my heart was impure in any way because Don and I are living this same thing we are bringing our best gift to the Lord we're finishing our fast oh hallelujah I'm ready about to eat, y'all. 
just warning you. You shall take some of the first of the produce of the ground. We're going to bring our first fruits to the Lord. That's what I'm doing. Did we not pray over ours last night? Did we not hold it in our hands? Did we not declare what we were believing God for? Did we not speak it? Did we not tell the Lord, we're putting you first? Let me tell you something. Understand this now. A leader can't take you somewhere he ain't never been. That's why you got to be careful about who you follow. You don't be, need to be following a womanizer, an adulterer, somebody acting crazy. Amen, Pastor. Because I'm in a place in my life, don't just tell me, show me. How many of you know we need some leaders that understand show and tell? Come on, somebody. So we bring our first fruits to the Lord. We bring that first fruits to the ground. Now, this is called the Shavuot Festival. And we bring it to Him first. First means chief, it means the best. See, God is preeminent. God said, I'm not going to fit on your I'm not going to fit on your list. I'm, I'm first or I'm nothing. Either you make me first and you build everything else on me or I'm not going to be part of it. I got to be first. The chief. The choice part. This festival is called the Shafut Festival or the Festival of First Fruits. And, and they would bring an offering of what was already in the barn of the wheat and barley. But they would also bring offerings that were not in the barn. And these five crops that had not yet fully matured, they, they were the olive, the pomegranate, the date, the grape, and the fig. And first fruits is a Hebrew term that means the promise to come. So as they gave, they waved an offering of what God had already done. But then they added the unripened fruit based on what they believed that God was able to do. This offering acknowledged God for every blessing in that season. And it was an offering that was says, God, I thank you for what you've done, but I thank you for the blessings that are to come. See, the Jews believed that God was the source of every blessing and that he would never, ever, ever run out of blessings. God said, if I needed something, I wouldn't even tell you. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Here's the question. As you prepare your first fruits, do you believe that God is through blessing you? Or do you believe that in 2018, God is going to bless you the more? Give God a praise if you believe he's going to bless you the more. They would take that first offering and they would wave it before the Lord, acknowledging God for what he had already done. Lord, everything I have, you gave it to me. Lord, you made a way for me all this time. In 2017, you were good, Lord. 
who could wave one hand and say, God, you made a way for me. You kept me saved. <laughs> Your presence was real to me. Wave that one hand and thank him right now. You made a way, Lord. But then there was that perfect combination that brought that worship to another level and they would wave that unripened before him. And they would say, God, this is in the barn, but this is in the field. I haven't gotten this yet, but I'm going to bring you a down payment, God. I'm bringing it to you green. I haven't collected it yet, but God, I'm going to bring you this in faith. Knowing that if you did this, you can do that. If you made a way then, you'll make a way now. Lord, I'm bringing you this in acknowledgement, Lord, that this year you will open every door. You will make every way. I will be well placed this year. Glory to God. So now you prepare your first fruits. They would bring it to the priest. I'm going to have all my pastors stand before you. Bring out the doors. And the Lord said this year, as people bring their offerings, he said, have them walk through a doorway in faith, believing that as they present their first fruits to me, that every doorway they need, they will be supernaturally placed in front of that doorway. You say, well, what is first fruits? How much is it? Well, it's the first. We have people who give, who are not able to give a week, but they give a day. We have people who are not able to give a month, but they give a week. They give that first to the Lord. Pastor Troy, we have people who have given it over four or five or six months because they could not afford to do it all at once. But I'm going to ask you today to join me and Pastor Dawn in putting God first. What is he saying to you? Some of you had an amount in mind, and like Dawn and I, so many times the Lord said, you, you can do better, and we did, and he blessed. Some of you have been praying about it. You say, well, how can I give? You can text to give. If you just put on your phone the amount, 200 to first, 200 or 2,000 or 200,000 or 2 million or 2 billion, come on. You don't ever know who's in the house. Can I get a witness? You never know who's watching. God could pay this whole place off, cause us to be able to send missionaries around the world at another level. How many of you believe God can do it in this house? Everybody's gift is necessary. You say, well, I, I can only give this much. I can't give what somebody else has given. It's not equal giving. It's equal sacrifice. It's us saying, Lord, I'm putting you first. I asked you to pray for me. I asked you to, 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 to ask the Lord if Pastor Rayleigh's heart is pure. I want my heart to be pure. Because I have no agenda in this house but to love you and to bless you and to preach God's word. I, 
I'm not here because I have to be here. I'm here because God has called me here. And to be anywhere else would be a tragedy. Come on, because he has called me here to be your shepherd. And shepherds lead you into things that they believe is best for you. But here's the deal. I'm going to do it with you or without you. Pastor Don, come up here. We are taking our first fruits today. And we're going to present it to the Lord. What am I presenting to God? I'm presenting my church to the Lord. God, this is yours. Every campus. Somebody say our church is yours, Lord. I'm presenting my family to the Lord. My wife. My children. Somebody say my family is yours, Lord. I'm presenting my first fruits to the Lord. I'm giving this in faith. I don't have it in the barn yet, but I'm giving in faith. Somebody say, my first fruits are yours, Lord. And finally, the most important thing you can give today is you. Somebody raise your hands and say, I give you me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, I give you me, Lord. I'm flawed, but I give you me. I'm imperfect, but I give you me. I struggle, but I give you me. I don't always think right. I don't always act right. I haven't always done right, but I give you me. Just take me, God. Take me just as I am, but don't leave me that way. I give you me. I give you more than my money today. I give you more than my first fruits today. Hallelujah. I give you me. I give you my moments. I give you my time. I give you myself. I give you me. So all of my pastors and leaders are going to get in position now. And they are going to receive your first fruits. I want you to position yourself where you walk through a door. And then I'm going to ask you to do something unusual. I don't want you to rush out. I know service has gone a little long today. But I don't want you to rush out because I'm going to do exactly what the high priest did. I'm going to take that offering and I'm going to wave it before the Lord. And as we wave it before the Lord, I believe God is going to smile down upon it. And He is going to bless us. And we're going to see wisdom. We're going to see mercy. We're going to see the glory. And we will be well placed and positioned this year. Can you say amen? So stand across this room. You by live stream, this is your moment. You can click on the icon. You can give on your phones as well. You can give right with us and the same blessings that are here will come on you as you give today. Our pastors are going to lay their hands on every single envelope. If you're giving by your phone, they'll lay their hand on your phone. However you're giving, and we'll pray it over you, my live stream friends. But we're not just going to receive this offering without real emotion. These folks are ready to pray. And then I'm going to lift it before the Lord with every bit of worship that I have in my heart. And we're going to do this as unto God. This is the year, 2018, new doors of destiny. 
are going to open before us. Hold your offerings before the Lord. Hold your first fruits now. I hope everybody is doing something. Everybody do something. Do your best today. You know, it's rare that I receive an offering like this, usually once a year. So this is your year to do that before the Lord. Father, we raise this first fruits before you. My friends by live stream are lifting their hands. They're lifting their phones across this room. They're given by credit card, God. They're given in cash. They're given in many ways by checks. Some of them are deducting it from their checking account, but God, they are giving today, acknowledging the fact, number one, that you have been faithful, but God, we are giving you this based on what is not even in the barn. We're giving you this, Lord, our first day, our first week, our first month or more. We're giving you this saying, God, we haven't got it yet, but your credit is good. We believe that everything you promised us will be ours. And now repeat after me. Say, Lord, I worship you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I worship you. And now right now begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Lord, I worship you. I worship you. There's a breaking in my favor, Lord. As I praise you, as I worship you, there's a shifting in my direction this year. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank you that things are shifting. Things are moving. Now I want you to begin to move. Get right in front of the door and begin to move through them and bring your offerings right now. Pastors, pray over these as they give. Families, come together if you want to. Husbands and wives, come together. Come and lay it before the Lord. Pray over it. Pray over it. Pray over it. There's a shifting. In my direction. After you give, go right back to your seat. And stand there and I'll wave your offering before the Lord in a moment. Hallelujah. There's a breaking. If you see another door with less people and you'd like to go through that door, you can jump to that door. There is a shifting in my direction. There's a shifting in my direction. In my direction. There is a breaking. There's a just worship as you come. Lift your hands as you come. We're claiming this year. We're claiming this year. There's a breaking. There's a breaking. Oh, hallelujah.
this and I'm going to wave it before the Lord. We're going to wave it before the Lord. And as I wave it before the Lord, God receives your first fruits. And I declare this will bring blessings over your life. And as I wave this, I want you to begin to praise Him. I want you to begin to give Him honor. I want you to begin to give Him glory. Are you ready? I'm going to do what that priest did. And I'm going to wave your offering now before the Lord. In the name of Jesus, shout hallelujah. Come on and give Him praise. Come on and give Him praise. Come on and give Him praise. Now everybody sing it together. As I praise, there is a breaking. But sing it, John. I give you glory. I give you praise. That's my enemy. Yeah, I feel a dance in the house. Come on. Hey, I give you glory. Hey, I give you praise. Hey, that's my enemy.
Charismatics. I said, how many of y'all ain't closet Pentecostals? You glad to be in a church where we praise the Lord? Hey, yes. You children, touch your neighbor on the shoulder. I can't wait to hear all that God's going to do for us this year. I can't wait to hear your testimonies. Now listen. No Wednesday night service. We're getting ready for First Wednesdays with Apostle Ron Carpenter. It, we, we're not even calling it First Wednesday. We're going to call it Revival Wednesday. Because we're going to come and have this right here on Wednesday night. How many of y'all believe we ought to have just thousands of people connected with us on a Wednesday night? I want you to hold that neighbor's shoulder. If you're visiting, we didn't do guests as usual. Service went long. I'm sorry, kind of. But I, I think there are days like this when you need to allow God to do what only he can do. So hold that neighbor's shoulder. If you're visiting with us today, I'm going to hang out for a little while in the back. But I ain't going to stay forever because my fast is over. And I, uh, I, you know, whatever they got back there, I may be eating on that when I get back there. I may, I mean. You ain't a guest. That's all right. I'm hungry. Come on. Pastor Josh is going to pray a blessing over you. Can I say this? Come here, baby. Not just the first lady, the only lady. Hallelujah. We love you, church. You are precious to us. You mean more to us than we can say. In everything that we preach... And we decree from our hearts, we pray it over you. If you ever feel like you don't have anybody praying for you, the devil is a liar. I pray for you, and this woman prays for you. And this year, you're going to be well positioned in Jesus' name. Don't worry about where somebody else is. God will reposition one in order to position another believe it hold that neighbor's shoulder if you're a guest I'll see you in the back what a love Sunday you. love you what a Sunday how many believe that this is just the beginning that the trajectory of your destiny is shifting even now don't forget there is no Sunday and no Wednesday service the next two Wednesdays this Friday is a limitless one night for youth and young adults parents get your students out but I don't know about you, I feel refreshed. I feel ready to take on the year. And I believe God's favor and blessing is upon us. God, so what we have brought before you and called sacred, now God, let it appear before you as sanctified. Let, Lord, let it go from sacred to sanctified, from, from given to you to set apart for you. So God, that we might stand in your blessing this year. God, I pray from this moment forward, from this day, Lord, until the end of the year, 
Let us walk in favor, anointing and blessing. Let us be vessels of honor, Lord, chosen to be used by you. Use us, God, every single day of this year. And God, we won't fail to give you glory, honor, and praise because you're already worthy whether you do it or you don't. Lord, we love you and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Somebody who believes it, shout amen. God bless you. We will see you next Sunday. Hug two people. Happy Sacred Sunday. And we'll see you next week. God bless you.